I think that's fair to, to let everyone know. Yeah, this, I'm excited. This is a new role. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've seen this from you before. Well, you know, you got to have some sort of like energy towards things. Uh, you missed me talking about how great my hairline looks in this camera. Man, you if you saw me in person, you can see my scalp through here. But um, and maybe you can on your screen, but I can't see it on mine, which is making me feel great. No, I mean, you're not coming in in HD, so that's probably helping. Really? I'm supposed to be. No, I got you now, like a little bit of a fuzz. HP True Vision HD. Listen, my camera's as good as PewDiePie's, okay? True Vision HD, my ass. That's what Zoom says. I'm working on it, though. I'm going to get a ring light tomorrow, so I look real pretty. I want everybody to see what I see, John. <laughs> well, I, I want people to see a better version than that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so hopefully you can hear me well. Um this is the What Do We Know podcast. And today, one of the things I would like to talk about, although I'm no expert, which is the purpose of this or the premise of this podcast, is YouTube and what's going on with YouTube. So talk to me a little bit about how much you use YouTube. Are you on there a lot? I go on YouTube to get my trailers. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't use YouTube the way I think a lot of people are using YouTube. I get on there. I see... Um, you know, my movie trailers, a uh, couple of motivational posts, a couple of TED Talks, okay. um, anti-TED Talks. You know, you got to balance it all out. Do you remember when QuickTime trailers was the place to go? Yeah, I used to make a Sunday night viewing at like apple.com. Yeah. Flash movie trailers. Before yeah. YouTube. Those oh, quick, yeah. That QuickTime trailers page was the shit. <laughs> a lot of Sunday nights. <laughs> and it was great. Because oh, then you knew like what you had to go see in a while, right? Like, yeah. and, uh, YouTube doesn't have that, right? Like, it's it, they don't they need to have like a YouTube slash trailers where they just kind oh, yeah. of have all the official ones, right? The problem is like you can go on looking for one and you find like twenty different people who posted the exact same thing, right? I kind of just want to see like the most official one, right? Like, just give me a page where all those are. Well, those are going to be by the studios now. Yeah, so like I, I mean, I was, I'll go to the Netflix uh, YouTube page to specifically see all the trailers they got going on and a couple of the other things, music videos too, right? Like I've got one of those little home hub things. So cooking in the kitchen, it's fun to kind of just throw on the YouTube, uh, have some music videos kicking in the background, but I don't, <clears throat> not, not, not the way this, uh, this, this whole industry seems to be running, man. Like I, I don't, the PewDiePie's, the Ryan's like, okay, my, my kids are all over it. Right. <laughs> Yeah. I know a lot about YouTube through my kids. Do they watch Coco Melon? Uh, I'm sure they do. <laughs> like there's, there's more that comes to me about YouTube through them yeah. where I can understand who the upcoming, because it, it's, it's this whole weird little cottage industry on itself because I know they'll watch something and they'll be like, Hey, this is that guy from that channel on YouTube. He's like, he's doing a cameo here with some Play-Doh. And I'm like, and they all made how much last year, right? Like it's, it's insane, but it's, we took it for granted, right? Like a bunch of people posted a bunch of crap in 2005 copyright notices. And like, but there were some people sneaking in there and being like, well, this is a, a, an avenue, right? It's, it's, you can do a short film, you can do a short doc, you can do whatever. Or I guess you can stream video games. You tell me. Well, you're hitting the right notes. Uh, 2006, I believe is when YouTube launched. Yep. Um, February, 2000 and 
2005, Googlebot yeah. the site in November of 2006. Yeah. Um, but there was no monetization for many years. And yeah. that's, you know, in 2006, no one was making money on YouTube. And it was costing Google money to keep YouTube, actually. Yeah. It's the amount of video. Yeah. Um, but now, there, like you said, there's lots of money to be made. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm an early YouTuber. Um, my first video is from 2009. Okay. 1,200 views back then. Pretty good. I, if I think I had kept up with what I was doing, who knows where I'd be. Maybe I wouldn't be starting a podcast right now. Maybe I'd be. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard no to say. Shit. No shit. Last resort, eh? Hard, hard to say. I think uh, 2009 getting 1,200 views wasn't so shitty, really. No, man, that, that's, that was something you could have leveraged. I could We didn't think about it at the time. We no. didn't think about it. No, and I think maybe monetization came in like 2010 or 11. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Not and even it's that. real small. It's real it's small. Everything. I, yeah. I wasn't paying attention to any of that crap in social media side of things, right? Like, it was just, um, you know, trying to figure out, Man, if I was smart, I'd have done something with all the celebs I was talking to on Twitter in the early days because they were all brand new on there too and didn't know any better. Yeah. And I didn't know any better. And I was just taking it for granted that, yo, man, I'm talking to Jimmy Fallon for a little bit and I'm talking to Mark Maron for a bit. But the idea is, well, why don't you do something? Why don't you actually like explain like what you're doing on this platform and, and use it from there too? But that's, I don't know, man, I've always been a lurker in life. Mm-hmm. All right. So to me, it's always like, let's kind of see where this goes. Um, I remember early on, yeah, I got all the prime Gmails and, and Facebook and you know Twitter and MySpace handles. But by the time Instagram and Snap came around, no, because let's just see, right? Like, well, somehow I get John Terrio most of the time. It's a clever one, that's why. Well, yeah, I guess no other Johns are very clever. Um, not in Ontario, <laughs> but uh. John Brown, I've definitely not got. Like, I would have had to invent email to get yeah. John Brown. Yeah. Handle. I, I know my internet, like, handle nemesis. Um, yeah. 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 So, because I still get emails for this guy, uh, my Gmail, because he refuses to update things and mailing letters. And I know I've emailed a couple of times back to these people and been like, listen, I'm not part of your beta omega alumni. <laughs> um, different. House, sorry, right? Like, it's can you stop? And then this, but this guy will still keep registering me for things. So, like, I know when he's registered for something, right? Because he's still using, like, so I'll be like, yeah. So, I'm like, I'll get an email and he'll be like, hey, welcome to guilt. And I'm like, oh, so he's got fine tastes, right? (laughs) Like, it's like I'm starting to develop a pattern of who this guy is. And it's interesting. He's from Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, hey, if Mm -hmm. I'm in Pennsylvania next time, I'm going to look him up. My original John Terrio. Twitter got compromised or something. And so I had to close it and start a new one. And I didn't get the handle back. And it was like some dude in the US somewhere. Why would he want that handle? What does John Terrio mean if you're not John from Ontario? See, that's a thing. I've always wondered what people wanted with G Wander. Yeah, even Law Terrio. Well, I mean, there could be a George Wander out there. Yeah. I mean, it's possible, right? It's like, it's not that far off, but what does does the Terrio mean to someone else? Um, But okay, so YouTube. All right. So think back to those days, right? It really was supposed to be you 
YouTube. And a lot of us, I'm going to include myself, old YouTubers feel like it was a place where we could make videos like, you know, like creators. I'm not a creator. Let's not go there. But creators could make videos about whatever they were interested in and find an audience, right? Like there's a guy who just drinks water. Yeah. Right. There's lots of people that, who do really weird stuff and can find a following. And that's great. Whatever interests say, them. Yeah. Part of that is just the commitment though. Right. Yeah. There, there, there's a, there's a point where you either give in or you don't right there. That guy's got to sit there and be like, I'm going to drink water every day and post it. But he has to know that it might be 200 days of him drinking water before this actually even matters to him. Because for a guy like me, on day one, I'm like, great, you drank some water. But on Where's day 201... <laughs> Where's my audience? <laughs> yeah, they, they, no, but day 201, me as, a, me as an audience, I'm tuning in and I'm like, all right, where is this going? Because right? now, now I'm kind of waiting for the day he doesn't post. You know what I'm wondering is like uh, how YouTube's changed over the years too. Like uh, watch time is also important. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How does he drink water for 10 minutes and one second to get a full value out of his video now? I'm not sure. But, um, and like who's sponsoring? Like Evian, I hope. Well, it's not Nestle anymore. I'm going to drink water on this podcast and we'll see how it goes. By the way, this is a, a Brita. This is Brita water in here. Um, okay, I was going to say, I've got an actual glass. Yeah, with I'll have actual Brita. Oh, good for you. Well, this is actual Brita. Um, okay, I'll believe it for no. <laughs> well, I'm not buying Evian every day. Not yet. Um, so, Fiji, man. Fiji for life. I mean, the greatest thing, like the thing about YouTube is like you can be some guy with a shitty webcam and I can show you how shitty it was, which is one of the reasons why I stopped. You can be just a regular dude with a crappy webcam and you um, can find an audience, right? I don't, I didn't have to be previously famous. I didn't need an agent. I still found 1200, 1600 people to watch me play guitar. Like I did my first oldest video is a cover of me doing California love. Um, I remember that one. Yeah. Right. With my loop pedal, I got a terrible webcam grain. Like it just looks like crap. Um, but routine, that was what yeah. was great. About had, you, had you had you sat down and did that every week, and you know got fifty of those by the end of the year, you never yeah, know, right? Yeah, Eventually, sure. people are like, "Hey, that's the guy." That's well, the, the more videos you have, the more relevant you are to the search. Yeah, that too. Algorithms are life now. Mm-hmm. So pe- more people are going to see me yeah. if I had a hundred videos that say guitar cover of. Uh, although. I would have lost all the money I made because all of those would have been copyright claimed. <laughs> so, you know, maybe it wasn't the right spot to be anyway. Uh, like you said, there's a ton of money there. And this is where our topic, this is what the topic is about, is that revenue that people are making from YouTube. Let's think about the current situation. Are movie studios making a lot of money right now? Not right now, no. No. Um, what's hot? Paid streaming services, right? Yeah, I would say so. My understanding from the studio perspective on like YouTube and YouTube celeb is it's a new sandbox, right? So they're 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 happy to have more people play because what can happen is now you can take things like Cobra Kai 
which is a karate kid thing and throw it on YouTube. And it kind of has an audience because this platform exists because of the guys like PewDiePie, right? Like YouTube only exists also because there's people that are on there, right? Like that's that battle that kind of exists between the existence of YouTube and like these top tier stars on YouTube who kind of can leverage things out of YouTube that other people can't. What if you could take one of your studio stars and put them on YouTube to make money and set them up with editors and PR and cameras and get them, uh, get them verified day one and monetized day one and on the trending page day one, like Brie Larson just recently did. Because I don't want to hate Brie Larson at all. I think she's great. She was a musician. I like her voice. Um, she was, you know, like in room, she was a good actress. I don't, I don't think that I think the captain Marvel isn't a great movie. Okay. But I don't blame her for it. Um, there's more wrong about that movie than, uh, you know, like the hero journey has to have an arc. She has no arc in that movie. Uh, the only character who doesn't need an arc is captain America, as you know, cause he's already perfect. The world changes around him, but he's always been perfect. Um, so I'm not hating on her, but what I'm saying is it seems a little fishy and everyone who watched their video got that vibe, at least 50%. So Brie Larson released. I was going to say, walk me through this. Yeah. yeah. Walk me through so this. Brie Larson released her. I'm joining YouTube video on July 2nd. Okay. Um, she had 98,000 subscribers when she got verified. You need 100,000 to get verified, just so you know. So something happened there. Uh, she was on oh, trending page Brie, day Brie one. Larson. Right, yeah. she's Brie Larson. But those aren't the rules of YouTube. And there's other celebrities that are on YouTube that I hate, by the way. Kevin Hart, I hate his channel. It's bullshit. Why is he on there? Like These are people who can just be on TV. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna just jump in, right? I I don't know why they are. I I can't answer that. All why. I no, but all I know is they're they're everywhere, right? Like Kevin Hart is on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everywhere. Um, I'm sure these guys are on Snap. I'm not there anymore. I don't really care because that entire platform makes no effing sense to me. <laughs> um, and and you gotta appreciate the difference, right, of the platform. That's why I kind of. Um, like a Will Smith understands how an Instagram works. So he'll, he'll use it that way versus what he might post somewhere else. It's hard to um, say if I Chrissy Teigen, Chrissy Teigen's really good at using Twitter the way Twitter should be. And then posting like cooking stuff on Insta and then keeping different things. So some people get it. What I don't like is the celeb who's like, here's my one piece of original PR crap that I've run through my team. And now I'm going to flood it on every single one of my channels in the exact same manner. So I don't have an issue per se with Brie Larson joining YouTube. The question is what the hell is the plan, right? Like, um, cause I don't know if you remember the John Krasinski stuff from a couple of weeks ago, right? Where, where he had his little thing and then he kind of sold, I wouldn't say he sold it out. The thing is he picked the platform that makes the most sense for him. Right. I mean, tomorrow if somebody knocks on the door and says to us, listen, you're going to be a little exclusive here or there, but we're going to give you the resources you need and it's going to be less headache for you to get this thing going every day. That's not a bad thing. Um, so I think that that's a great example, John Krasinski, because uh, 
he didn't seem insincere in his video. Like he had a hand drawn, uh, some good news, like SGN hand drawn, shitty background. Uh, he didn't have a graphics team and then fake and pretend like Brie Larson does in this video. Oh, did I hit record? I don't know. She asked I, Justine, for help with how to film and record. Make sure you plug in your mic. That's rule one. Brie Larson oh. has filmed and directed her own movie. Authenticity kills you, right? When somebody's not being authentic. Brie Larson knows how to use a camera. Okay. She that has been in front of the sense. camera yep. since she was like 12 years old or something. Um, so her mom pulled her out of school when she was seven years old and they moved to Hollywood, her and her sister, to become famous. Yeah. She took dance lessons and music lessons and modeling. She's been in movies for a while. She's filmed her own movies. Um, it feels so insincere that she's like, oh, I don't know if I'm recording or not. Help me. What do you guys want to see? Like, no, I don't I like that part. The, the backlash. Oh, man. If you watch the video, which I haven't, I've just seen clips because I don't want to. I don't really want to watch it. I'm Tell not me what you want to see. Why are so, you there? So, like, here's the thing. She had her very first video. We've already talked about was pushed real heavy by YouTube for some reason. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about why. Um, her very first video also had cameos. I'll tell you, tell you who. Tell me if you know any of these names. Um, Let's are they YouTubers? See. Are these YouTubers? Yeah, YouTubers. Have okay. you heard of iJustine before? Mm, no. Have you heard of um, First We Feast or Hot Ones? This is going to be embarrassing. No. <laughs> Have you heard of Lily Sing? Oh, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, okay, okay. Well, we got one. Um, some of the biggest YouTubers, iJustine, um, Sean Evans, who's the host of Hot Ones. These okay. are huge YouTube channels. We're all in Brie Larson's first video. Now, if you and I, we talked about this though, right? That little cabal. It's like a, the cabal of the ultra YouTube star, right? If you and I had Joe Rogan on this podcast today, we'd get more views. Yeah, right? but Spotify would be pissed. <laughs> what I'm saying is your very first video, most YouTubers don't get that kind of pull. Right. But most YouTubers, when they're starting out their first video, you know, they don't get the biggest YouTubers in the world cameoing and teaching them how to do things, how to plug yeah. in a microphone. Yeah. That helps a lot. Um, the thing is Brie Larson's real safe. So YouTube's uh, YouTube is the wild west at first. Mm -hmm. um, the big YouTubers years ago were guys like fearless Frank. Have you ever heard of that name? That one. I, yeah. It does kind of ring. Have you heard of Joji kind of rings familiar too. Joji is now what fearless Frank goes by and the content was uh not sponsor friendly let's say okay <laughs> you know some of the things that youtubers have gotten in trouble with over the past yeah and so brie larson you know she's got a pr team that most youtubers don't have especially not when they're starting out um she has people's you know saying what to say or not she's got a good backing um it just all of it feels like youtube and studios are setting up a safe channel to, to like help each other out and and i'm getting a little bit of this uh from a, from a channel called robot head who I, i'm going to recommend you 
uh, check out Robot Head. Okay. Um, he is an Australian guy. Um, doesn't show his face or anything. He uses a like a robot avatar. Okay. Just does like he's incredible. Does a ton of like a ton of background research. Does a lot of really good editing. Really funny. Um, really hates Kathleen Kennedy of Disney. Really, really hates her. Um, doesn't like Brie Larson either, actually. But um, like I said, we're not hating on Brie Larson. We're just hating no. on okay, so what we, what's happened. Okay, and and so let me try to get a handle on what it is that's happening, or what we're thinking is happening, or what the theory kind of is, and and, and as I'm seeing it. Yeah. Are we under the like the assumption that YouTube we're making is we're making an assumption here that YouTube is going to bringing in bring in like an influx of celebrities to devalue their own sort of stars because they don't want to pay them. What incentive does YouTube have to really want to pay Brie Larson more than like Lily Singh, right? I mean, Lily Singh's already taken off to go do her like late night stuff. So I'm thinking, isn't it kind of like they're concerned? I think YouTube's real concern might be that the PewDiePie's of the world or all these other guys are thinking we can do more of a controversial thing. We don't have to worry about sponsorships because we have this kind of back, like when you've built that much of a base, you kind of have the cash and the resources to kind of pull a Howard Stern and be like, well, I'm going to take off from radio and I'm going to go to satellite. Have fun. Well, that could and, happen. And, and I'm thinking, leaves. I'm thinking we're going to see a, a bunch and like a mass exodus of what you would call the controversial YouTube stars. And maybe they are off to create their own little thing right now where Patreon subscribers can hit them up with 19 bucks a month and keep their thing going. Uh, and they don't have to live off of, you know, tied commercial ads in between something, right? Maybe, maybe that's, that's the foundation we could be seeing is kind of shaking up right now. Well, all of the smart, all of the smarter businesses on YouTube, uh, individual creators and businesses that are YouTube creator businesses already do all of that. Yeah. And I don't think most of them rely on ad revenue from their videos. Exactly. That's what I'm like. Like uh, Rooster Teeth, who's yeah, on right? Time Warner, yeah. has Rooster Teeth first. Yeah. Um, Good Mythical Morning, you ever heard of them? Yep, exactly. They have the Mythical Society, which is like a subscription-based monthly yep. revenue. Um, PewDiePie, uh, he's he's sort of on his own, man. Like He has one editor and himself that run his channel. Yeah. He's over 100,000, 100 million subscribers. Okay. Um, he is sponsored by G Fuel. Okay. Which I'm sure their standards and practices team has a pretty freaking lax operation going on, right? Like G Fuel. That's yeah. not exactly. McDonald's. I mean, they're the ones who took a, who who um, took a chance on PewDiePie after he lost a lot of his sponsorship. Yeah. But the thing the thing is, like, so I, I call the biggest YouTube YouTuber in the world. Some sponsors are concerned that they don't want their ads. So I don't know if you ever heard about the adpocalypse, but a couple things happened where some YouTubers got in trouble for saying things or doing things because they're regular people. They're not stars. They don't really understand what they're doing as well until they make a mistake. They don't know how to get better at it. Yeah. Um, You know, this isn't the, this isn't the movie business or, anything so they're just trying to figure it out so things like that happen and then people like pepsi said listen youtube i don't want my ads playing on those people's videos so we're going to pull our ads from youtube and a lot of that hit creators 
hard. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's not even about like sponsorship in your video. It's like ads aren't running on your videos. So that's when YouTubers changed. That's when YouTubers sort of changed how they were like promoting themselves, doing Patreons, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if people, if big promoters leave, if, or sorry, if big, uh, creators leave, I identities leave the platform, I guess it would be good for YouTube to have people who already are famous and can have big um, followings instantly kind of cover for them. Yeah. Like Brie Larson. Like a Brie Larson. But then, yeah. But I like mean, you'd have, Will to, Smith. you'd have to cover a lot of bases, right? Like, okay. So where, where they might strike out is uh, that exclusive, right? Like the, the idea of, like honestly, I know Will and Jade have been in the news today. I don't. I'm not really paying any attention to it. And I know she was like, "I'm going to go to my red table room talk, whatever her show is." Honestly, I don't even know where the hell it airs. I don't know yeah, if it's an IG know. live. I don't know if it's a Facebook live. I don't know if it's YouTube. To be honest, and I don't follow them on YouTube. Either. Exactly. Right? Not, like I don't. It's not what I go to YouTube for. Well, I don't follow anybody. To be honest, right? Like when you if you, you go through my stuff, it's like I don't really follow people. Like I subscribe to a, like a handful of things on YouTube, maybe. Um, not enough for it to influence my day to day, right? Like I don't really know. I actually, I have to go out of my way to be like, what is trending on YouTube today? Like what is the rest of the world actually watching? Because I'm getting like videos about like how to change, you know, the break. How can you trust it? How do you trust the trending page? I don't, and the biggest YouTuber of the world is hardly ever on there. Yeah. I was going to say it's mostly usually crap it, or it's stuff that just doesn't appeal to me. Right. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just that the the YouTube playing field is so big that like people who have giant giant followings, they still don't cross into my sphere, right? Which is well, cra- which is I yeah. think is crazy that there's so many people on YouTube that you can name off like five or six people to me right now who've got hundreds of millions of people who follow them, and I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. I'm I follow After School. They've got like 1,200 subscribers because. YouTube can kind of be democratic in that way. It can be for everyone, but I don't. So here's the thing. I was on YouTube yesterday and Bree did not show up. Right. right. Well, there's a so, reason why. And, and I think it's a matter of it will eventually get there because I know what happens. In the zeitgeist, when things start traveling around and people start sending out memes about shit that's on YouTube, I generally do see it on YouTube about four to five days later but it's never the day of because I'm not part of the guys on that crew that make it into the meme, right? Like I'm not part of that audience that drives it. You're there, right? You're, you're there. You're part of that initial crowd that can kind of see it and be like, yo, what's going on? I'll stumble on it four or five days later. Right. Or like some of the best YouTube videos I see have been posted and I'm seeing them three to six months after they've been posted. It's just a weird, weird little algorithm. It works for me. um, But I don't, I've never bought into the idea of having to pay for anything on YouTube. So when they're like, here's a YouTube original show, I'm like, no, right? Like, no, like Google needs to create an entirely different, like if Google ever wants to get into the sort of that Netflix Disney plus realm of like, we're creating original shows and here they go. It can't be on YouTube because when I, I don't think of YouTube as high caliber, programming i think of it as quality programming sure time kill time pass that kind of stuff but i don't think of it as like i'm gonna go here and see something that could possibly win an emmy someday and 
So if they're going to try that, they got to really just throw it somewhere else, man. Just throw it on like pixel TV, come up with another brand or something, but don't do it there. Um, I did find it interesting that Cobra Kai was like, I've never watched an episode once, but for some reason, that's one of those things that keeps showing up in my algorithms. Right. And I see it from time to time. And then randomly I see an article show up that it's, it's been canceled on YouTube, but I guess Netflix picked it up because it's big enough on YouTube. It's weird enough to say, but now that Netflix picked it up, it's got a little bit of credibility where I might even want to check out Daniel LaRusso and all this stuff right going on, but I would never have done it on YouTube. Well, there are people who have made programming that I would say is credible. Oh no, there's great documentaries. There's great like things, but independent, right? Like not, I don't want to see something produced by YouTube, like the YouTube original, right? Like the Netflix original kind of thing, right? YouTube red. Yeah. That. that, Gary PewDiePie. Right. Like it's fine to me if it's like, I'm a guy who produces something and YouTube's like, oh, you're so good at what you do. We kind of want to make people pay to get to it. See, I want to see but that I, stuff, but it, but I don't it want you to 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 make their own. I don't want YouTube to because it it brings and it's called MyTube, right? Like if there's a guy sitting in an executive office somewhere saying, mm, "We need to develop six new shows for YouTube original programming," bro, that's called MeTube because you're programming that now. The whole point of YouTube, like you said earlier, was for the people, right? So what if YouTube gets a superstar? to pretend that she's creating her own YouTube channel. That's what we call a callback in this industry. And I think they showed their hand. Okay. So the trending page is an algorithm, right? Yep. YouTube doesn't, uh, doesn't really disclose how the trending page works. Um, And that's one of the biggest, like, so transparency is what creators have a problem with, with YouTube and, the perfect example is that Brie was on trending page the day she launched her video. Um, so is that like a hand show? Like, did they show that? Oh, yeah, they definitely control that trending page. Oh, yeah, of course. Why not? Why not? wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. Right? I think, and it's, I don't know if they're, like, there's no way it was, maybe it was sponsored, right? Like, maybe it's on the trending page in a sponsored post. And we, we're just so blind to things nowadays that we don't see that sponsor, like little link at the bottom or whatever. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, but again, I don't, I'm not, I don't know what the point is yet. Right. Like, I don't know why they would bring her on the platform unless there's something going on there. Maybe she's going to have a cooking show and it's exclusively on YouTube. Time will tell. Right. She did say that she likes food. Her four things that she said that she likes. When okay. people asked, Oh, what are you going to make your channel about? And she went, I don't know. She has no idea what her channel is about. Okay. She's asked her audience for uh, suggestions because she's into talking. Okay. Learning. She's into learning. Oh, fantastic. I mean, she isn't really because she dropped out of school when she was seven. Um, She's into food. Sorry. And she's into video games. Food food and video games seem like the kind of thing you would be into if you dropped out of school at seven. Right. But she's lying. Um, I Justine, I Justine asked her about Animal Crossing, and I Justine's like, "Yeah, I got 500 hours in." And Bree holds up her Switch, and it has a screensaver on it still, like the factory screen protector that you have to peel off because it has graphic on it that says Nintendo yeah. Switch. She was sent that Switch to hold up, like she knows. What video games do you like? Her answer was, mm, "I like Nintendo." 
oh, do you play Fortnite? She was like, yeah. No, you don't, Debris. <laughs> You're too busy being a movie star. The thing is... Which I think people should be fine saying, right? right? And that's the problem, is that it was, it's, it's what is your like if ask me what my favorite video game is right now. <laughs> What's your favorite video game? I don't know, man. I don't have time to play those things. Right. Right. Okay. That's totally responsible of right? you to say you're a parent, uh, you have a full-time job. Or maybe I play them so much, but I don't want you to know. You don't know. You don't know. I, but you're still lie. I, right? Like, oh yeah, I, I guess I just said too. But yeah, but don't but don't lie. And in this case, it's like just the authenticity wouldn't have hurt, right? Like no, I know, man. I can that's s- what YouTube's about, authenticity. Porch, right? Here I am in my living room talking about something I'm interested in and trying to find people who are interested in it. That's the whole, that's what it's all about. And that's why she has, and I'll tell you, because I looked this up, you'd be so proud of me doing research. Her video is in the top 20 most disliked ratio of videos. So the dislike ratio is an important thing to have. She has at the time that we're recording this, okay, 199,000. Uh, Let me just pull that up again. Um, yeah, 199,000 people have reacted to her video and she's a 47% dislike, which is puts her at number 16 for highest dislike rate of all time. Okay. She's got a bit of a Captain Marvel bump there though, right? Like for dislikes. Yeah. A lot of people came out of there and just the same people who didn't like the movie for the fact that she was Captain Marvel probably came along and hit dislike on that. But at the same time, that's a pretty big number and you only get there because people watched it and they're like, yeah, right. Like, okay, listen, the inter- internet's a democratic place that way. Right. Actually, I opened her video just to dislike it. Well, did you at least, was there no, anything? I didn't watch it. Okay, I was going to ask you if there was any redeeming qualities whatsoever, right? Like, you got to give it at least something. I, I am intrigued by the idea of her food choices. Um, and, and, you know, if she likes her steaks rare, well done, we'll find out. But I have a feeling it would be whatever the restaurant decides for her at the time. I think it would be whatever the most common answer is and the studio and YouTube tell her is the best and safest response. People if she yourself. loves well-done steak, but people will dislike her video if she says she likes well-done steak, guess what? She's not going to tell you she likes well-done steak. People would be like, hey, man, what, what's your religion? And I'd be like, hey, man, whatever is the prevailing one in the state that I'm traveling <laughs> to right now. Yeah. Am I running for office? Yeah, it depends. Um, I hear this street is very heavily Jewish. I am Jewish right now for the next five blocks. That's right. After that, oh, I see a couple of mosques. Well, hey, guess what? Right? Like, doesn't matter. So I, these are some of the reasons why it was such a buzz to me, and I kind of wanted to talk about it. Um, at, in the same week or around the same time, um, YouTuber that I really like announced they were leaving their channel. Um, you ever heard of Jenna Marbles? Okay, so I did that name. Yeah, I heard the name. I did a quick so Jenna Marbles YouTube. quit YouTube. Yeah. Um, do we know if she'll ever be back? We don't right now. Uh, her boyfriend was on a live stream and said, "We don't have an answer right now." And what drove her away? Great question. So. Um, Jenna's been on for a long time. 
uh, Jenna's um, YouTube channel started in 2010. Okay. Um, she has over 1 billion views, 1.6 billion views on her channel. Oh, she wow. is one of the original like viral channels. Oh, we don't say viral anymore because that's, I mean, if you're on YouTube and making money, and every video is viral. viral. Yeah. Um, but she's one of the original, like in my mind, one of those original sensations. And I really like Jenna, but early on, she made a couple choices that upset people and she's been getting flack. And one I want to show you, okay? One of the reasons she deleted her YouTube channel was that she did a video where she dressed up as Nicki Minaj. In blackface or no? Well, I'd like to get your opinion on <laughs> if this is blackface or not. Because okay. I'm the expert on this all of a sudden. No, no, you're not the expert. But I will you're play one on another, TV. You're no, just no. another person who can look at a look at a picture and give their opinion on it. That's all. Yeah. Okay. That's well, all. I'm going to take a look at this. Let's see. I want to see what this is about. So here is, can you see this video or this screen? Uh, not yet. Oh, there we go. So here's Jenna on, as Nicki Minaj uh, in the bottom. And here she is regularly. Would you say that she blacked up her face very much for this video. I don't know how to say that. Does that look extreme to you? That looks she's a little no, she put I mean, a little bronzer I, on, but she's always wearing bronzer. I was gonna say it feels like that's just her actual really tanned up skin or something, bronzed up with a pink mask. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. That one looks pretty this bad. one down here? Yeah. This isn't this isn't uh this is makeup or something. Okay, okay. She's not this is this is how she looked in the video. A little more tanned, okay? But, yeah. Okay. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. That one. She's, that I don't think she's was. trying to give people memories of minstrel shows. Like she's not Judy Garland. Yeah, but nobody's trying to, John. That's the point. Okay. Okay. But I okay. also think get that out she's of this trying picture, to go be back one. safe. Yeah. Go back one. Well, here's the thing: she doesn't have to do it all, right? Like, okay, that first picture where you had that comparison shot did yeah. look interesting because it looked like okay, that could just be her day to day. But these other ones, yeah, okay, come on, man, because she's got like pretty white skin down there, right here. Yeah, this is her current. But if you go back to okay, original, and if you're looking at the picture, you can tell from her neck that yeah, dude, she actually blacked up. So I don't know. I can't. I wouldn't say you got to disappear from YouTube on this. I think you just got to be like, yo, my bad, shouldn't have done it because. So she did. She did that because you know what I mean. Like Tina Fey owned she, up, and uh, Jimmy she did Fallon that owned ten up years ago. Yeah, Whatever. like Jenna did that 10 years ago ten and years removed ago. the video. Yeah. She's had the video private off of her channel yeah. for like 10 years. Okay. I'm going to say so, she did it, but I'm okay with the fact that she apologized, right? So right. there's no reason she has to leave. I don't think we don't need to cancel this girl. I don't know anything about her. I'm sure she's fine right. uh, as a human being and all that stuff. Based on that, that's not, that's, it's dumb, but it was 10, year, 10 years and, ago and dumb, thing, right? So she apologized for it way yeah. before most people were bringing things like that up too. Like, I think that it's more common to go back and cancel people. Like you said now than it was even 10 years ago. I'm glad you brought this up because there's been two things this week that kind of are on the exact same track here. One is the backlash Hamilton has started to get. Okay. Right. Um, so the play obviously does not deal with slavery as much as it could have. Because it is a two and a half hour musical covering, oh, I don't know, a 50 year span, right? Like it's, 
you can't get as much in. If you, when you go back and watch it now, you notice that there are moments where, where it's obviously sprinkled out there, but I'm glad they've addressed it. Right. So the cast, the crew, everybody's come out this whole week and they've taken their time. They've done their whole little meetings and, and spiel of, you know, man, we made that in 2015. That was Obama's hopeful time. Of course, if we're looking at it in the 2020 prism, it's a little bit different, but the message stands, right? You, you still got to go out and, and change. And if you want to see the world in, in a certain way, you got to go out and do something about it. So that message never changes. So the thing is, yeah, they tried. People tried to cancel it. Well, no, no, but I mean, like, make a change. Yeah, right. I mean, like, if people tried to cancel it, but no, you can't. Jim Jeffries had a stand up come out this week as well because he also took flack for jokes that he made 10 years ago. And he addresses it pretty well. He goes, Listen, my job is to go up to that line. Back then, the line was there. So I went to it. If you've moved the line now, I won't go there now but you can't you can't say crap about then because we all went for the ride we all went for the ride right and that's something i would say like people are like oh my god i can't believe jimmy fallon did black i said like bro we were all tuned in we all watched we all continued to watch we went for the ride we knew it was probably not the best thing but it wasn't enough of a thing where like you know now now the conversation is different so my whole thing is she came out she says my bad i'm gonna take these videos down obviously and here's the thing. I don't, I haven't seen the videos. You've seen the videos. This is where you can tell me the content of the video, right? If right. it's, if it's an homage, if, if she's actually making Nikki look good, then fine. But if it's one of those things where it's like Nikki purposely looks less than because of the skill, like of her skin color in the video, then, then that's where you can kind of start having debates and questions. And that's fine, man. That's the conversation, right? Like, you got football players getting called out by their teammates because of this. The conversation's happening. Yeah. Um, I think she'll be back based on what I'm just hearing from you right now. I'm yeah. sure she'll come back. Um, but I would like her to come back. Time. So I time. don't watch the 10 year old Jenna Marble stuff. Okay. I watch like right. the three, three, four year back up stuff. And Jenna is, you yeah. know, matured, learned. There's another video um, where she does an Asian rap video. And I would, I would argue that to me as a white person, I'm more offended by the, what she says in the Asian video than I am in the Nicki Minaj video. Okay. Um, it was something about like, you know, I, it was like a racial Asian racial slur that rhymed with dong. Gotcha. Dong meaning like dick. So you, you can guess where, where she went with it and took it down, apologized and took it down years and years ago again. But they were getting brought, brought back up. She had a very emotional video where she says she just, she's not on here to hurt people. And if you look at her content in the last three years, you'll see like her content is like, I'm making a soap bed for my dog who likes the smell of soap. Like they're super yeah, wholesome. Yeah. They're super sweet. Like I really, really like her, her, her videos and content. Yeah. She's funny. Um, and you can see that she's a different person than she was when she was a young girl doing YouTube, right? You got to allow growth, right? Like that's the thing. I mean, if somebody goes back and do- if she doubles down, if she's like, man, I didn't do anything wrong in those videos, they're hilarious to this day. Yeah. Then yeah, fine, man. Okay, cancel watch her. Go again. ahead. Right. Yeah. Right. Like watch them again. I'm going to keep retweeting them, right? Like, or whatever. Then sure. We're done with this girl. But yeah. when the person takes her and, and she was dressed as Lauren Hill like, when she said like, and I feel like in Corona, in COVID time, of all the times 
we've got to start thinking about like how quick we are to cancel because we didn't get an Oscars this year. We might not get one next year. And the thing is, I would have actually have liked to have seen Kevin Hart, right? Like we, we just are ruining things too quick. Yeah. And now we're going to not even have a chance to enjoy things. Well, let's all just settle down, right? Like people do dumb shit. I do dumb shit every damn day, man. Like you're going to cancel me? Sure, you can try, but I'll probably do dumb shit tomorrow. I'll probably apologize about it the next day and I'll try not to do it all the time. That's all you can ask, right? All you can ask is like somebody's gets called out on something and, and they take ownership of it and they start to do better with it. Right. Sounds like she did. Sounds like she did. So, man, hopefully when she comes back, she's trending. I mean, we, we're taught to learn from our mistakes and grow and get better. Yeah. Yeah, man. We have to be allowed a little bit to do it, but she left because she doesn't, she doesn't want to hurt and upset people. That's what she said in her video. Which, because I think the, the thing is by staying, um, right now she's allowing that conversation to like, because you know she's got people in her corner backing her who are saying the wrong things. Right. And she probably doesn't want to be aligned with those folks because some and people get people like when you're in love with something and like, and this can be a person who's on YouTube that I've never heard of, but they've got a hundred million people following them. Chances are they've got people that are super duper passionate about them the same way that even Bill Cosby to this day, for some reason has people tweeting and going on about how he's still innocent because there's still going to be that small, small percentage of people that no matter what, choose never to believe it right so there's only one person with 100 million people following them by the way well i mean hey (laughs) that's a big number jenna has 20 20 million still a lot man that's a whole lot that's a whole whole lot um and so it's interesting that that's more a creator that's that big leaves and right in her place brie Breeze just popping up on that trending page, right? You, Isn't that interesting? Is that Don't a you think coincidence that? though? Or do you think it's YouTube was like, we need to like, I don't know. Do you think Do you believe in coincidence? <sighs> Allison Bree's gonna be making videos about dog beds tomorrow, buddy. <laughs> exactly. I would watch Allison Bree though. Oh, um, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Bree Larson, you mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I don't Actually, know. You know she's yeah, I, make... I would love to watch Allison Bree on YouTube. No, yeah. like you mentioned it. She's a Netflix girl, though. That's where well, that's where all the money goes. That's the thing. If if someone like Allison Brie wants to make a show, she'll make Glow. Or yeah, and she'll, she'll use like that clout and like yeah. you know she'll use Hollywood to do what she wants, and it'll be better yeah. anyways. Yeah. Like, why does but, Brie Larson want to be on YouTube? Maybe maybe this is okay. Ooh, I think you just sparked something inside of there. So maybe this is as simple as like Brie Larson can only change the image that she has of people thinking that she's kind of standoffish, rough, whatever, right? Like there's that image of all those rumors that may or may not be true. I have no idea. I, I've never met her. Don't really care, to be honest. But if she's worried and her PR team are so worried about every time we make a movie, people are like, you don't smile enough, which I think is kind of ridiculous, but whatever. Um, one of the best ways to do that and address that is not by making movies and putting them on like Amazon or Netflix or things because movies aren't helping. Right. That's just somebody acting. We know she's a good actress. We've seen it. Right. We've seen room. We've seen the other things. I've seen, I've seen her in old episodes of community as Abed's girlfriend going, she actually was kind of funny. Right. Like 
I actually liked that unicorn story. It was weird. That right. was a movie. I liked it. There you go. But my thing is maybe the problem is not enough people recognize it and she's now mm-hmm. having to course correct. And you could do that on Instagram with a couple of posts, but maybe her team's looking at her and being like, I don't know if you posting a couple of pictures on Instagram is going to do it. Maybe, maybe we got to go 15, 20 minute long videos of you gardening and telling people about new flowers you just picked. Whether or not you give a shit, we got to make you look personable. And I hate that she said yes, if that's the case. <laughs> but I can understand why she did because society, we're a bunch of jackasses, right? Like, we drive a person to have to be inauthentic on YouTube. I don't think she'll last because people are going to hate every video she posts. And her that's, mom on, on her feel video, bad her about mom. that because now she's going to go somewhere else and be like, maybe they'll like me if I read audiobooks on Audible, right? Like, I don't know. Well, you shouldn't feel bad for someone who's faking it. Um, there's a perfect example um, just where she's that. interviewing her mom on her first video. Yeah. And she says, her mom says, you know what's big on YouTube? Cooking is big. And she's like, oh, do you, you watch a lot of YouTube? And mom's like, nope, I had to Google what YouTube was. Well, that's interesting, mom, because you moved, you pulled your daughter out of school to become a celebrity, and she's been on YouTube for 11 years. Brie Larson Vivo uploaded 11 years ago music videos. It might not look like Brie Larson anymore because she's a different face, but She's on there. She's got, well, one video she said it's called has 3.2 million views. So she did pretty well on there 11 years ago. You missed her like a year, man. Huh? You guys were right there at the same time. I was two years before her. Oh, wow. Now you just stuck with it. You could have done a cameo. Her lead guitar player. I was going to say, you'd have been doing a cameo in that video. But I'm still free to do that if, if she wants. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure that invite's coming Still, tomorrow, bud. Yeah, well, I've tried not to say anything mean about her, um, other than she looks different. I think I'll get the invite first. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe. Because you don't care. Exactly, because I'm too cool. I would like the Brie Larson YouTube video, YouTube channel, to be like a day in the life of Captain Marvel. And just vlog. Bree, just vlog. Be like, hey, here I am going to this meeting. Catch up with you guys after I meet with Kevin Feige. Like, that would be cool because that would be what she's really like. Or we have yet to find out. Maybe it's as simple as she likes to sleep in every morning and her her dietitian and nutritionist are always in the kitchen making her breakfast that she never eats. Wouldn't that be crazy? I would love to find that celebrity, the celebrity who's got it made, but takes no advantage of it. It has like their people who just hate them, right? Like their, their chef who cooks like the best meals. And this guy just strolls downstairs and is like, you know what? I just, I just want a fucking coffee and a donut today, bro. And like walks out the door and like comes back later while his like physical, physical therapist is like, yo, we were supposed to get like a six hour work in, workout in today. And he's just like, Robert Pattinson doesn't do workouts for Batman, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, sure. Show me how hard it is actually to be a celebrity. Like, Depends you know, like, on if you take it seriously, right? Some of them do, some of them don't, right? Like I think, the craft. I think world fame is hard no matter what. Oh, yeah. And to me, I think this is where that authenticity thing kind of rings through. It was like, you know who's taking time to like do things. Like I, I read that, like, okay, we can we both have our own opinions about the Joker, right? Um, but like Joaquin has a very different method. 
De Niro's it's got not a, the Joker. He's a great actor, and it's a great film. He's that's what I mean, right? Like, so he's got a very different method. De Niro's got a very different method. But I read a great article about how Joaquin doesn't run lines before he's doing the scene, whereas De Niro's like, "We're gonna run lines," <laughs> and it became a thing where like these guys had to get in the room together and be like, well, "What are we doing?" And Joaquin read through his lines. But that's they walked. Why De Niro was shit in that movie. All right, De Niro to run lines. De Niro shows it in. Yeah, he, that, that was that was a phone-in movie, but he, he. But here's the thing about De Niro: even when he like phones it in, and he's like, you know, he's doing that while he's thinking about like I got to get Tribeca off the ground next week. Oh, and I got to do Irishman this and all that stuff, right? Like he's already thinking like five fucking things ahead, or like how he's supposed to take on like Donald or something. So he doesn't really do anything in that movie, but he was fine. He was listen. Okay. I don't blame him. He's there because Todd Phillips needed to make his ripoff of Taxi Driver look or whatever, like, look like it was okay with De Niro. Let's talk Todd Phillips next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because He's of this, not as trending as Brie Larson, but okay. This sure. Hulk Hogan <laughs> biopic with Chris Hemsworth. Oh, yeah. I got to talk about this. When did Todd... I, I don't know why Todd Phillips thinks he is, like, an auteur. He's not, man. He's not, right? You but can't like, go wrong with, with, with Joaquin Phoenix. You just can't. You're not, it's going to be good. Your movie is not good. Just that performance. No, your I think what killed me is like this guy makes like Hangover and like makes the other two makes a shit ton of bank, goes off and then starts telling people like, oh, well, then he starts making movies like Joker and like now he wants to make this Hulk Hogan biopic. I think he made one of those. No, Adam McKay did The Big Short, but like one of those kind of weird movies like that he did as well. Um, and somebody was like, are you going to do a comedy movie ever again? And he's like, Ah, uh, comedy's dead. You can't do comedy anymore, right? Bro, give me a break. You well, can't. No, but it's not, right? Like, you can't do comedy anymore because you're so up your own ass. I hated it, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. Like, Hard to do comedy I, if Will Ferrell can't do it. Well, no, but it was just, it was... Okay, so you know how... Okay, you want to talk Eurovision? I'll give you the 30-second summary because it connects to the whole Brie Larson thing. That was made for the for that european market here's will ferrell and because i'm sorry just like your youtube video with brie larson that i would have watched and been like who were those four or five cameos at the end of that movie sure they show me about 14 15 huge ass names that are probably massive in the eurovision world i don't know who you are i I watched this movie for rachel mcadams right like so that was kind of the thing I thought that was a great part about Eurovision. The part yep. that made me want to throw up was that Pitch Perfect uh, song riff ripoff of Pitch Perfect. Yeah. And I was just waiting for them to point out that they were making fun of Pitch Perfect and it never happened. Right. Right. I was like, please, okay. I was watching with my wife and I was like, what the hell is this crap? Like, are they really doing this? And she's like, they're making fun of it. But then they didn't pointed out so are they making fun of it or did they well they don't point it out for it to be yes you do yes you do in that scene they did need to point it out because it looked authentically like they were doing one of those rip-offs if they didn't they have to point it out in that scene absolutely (laughs) like whether like whether they're doing like an homage or whether they're actually trying to make fun of it i guess right doesn't matter mind they should be making fun of it because it's so bad I felt like that for the whole movie. 
right? Like I had me, parts I didn't mind. No, but that's what I mean. Like I, I wasn't sure if they were taking it seriously or not because it felt like, okay, if this is going to be tongue-in-cheek, kind of like Zoolander was or even like Talladega Nights, right? Mm-hmm. Like you kind of like, okay, I don't have to buy into this too much because it doesn't... But then there was weird parts in that movie where you're like, do you do you really want me to care about mm-hmm. Sigrid's father and him and his relationship? Like, am I supposed to be invested in the fact that like these two may or may not be a couple? Like, it didn't feel it like was, one of his usual. Like, you can see where he's poking fun at this this part of the world. Yeah, because that's what yeah. he's done great forever. Like, so oh, me, you know what? I'm going to write a movie about about NASCAR and so, poke fun at yeah. that community or about figure skating and poke fun yeah. at that community. I didn't get that poke fun at vibe. I, I feel like this was made as an inside joke for just Will Ferrell, Todd Phillips, and a handful of people, just a handful where Todd, they were like, you mean Adam McKee again. Oh, sorry. Adam McKee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like this was an inside joke just from the funnier die guys to be like, can we make something that is just, made for North America in the sense of like, watch how ridiculous the rest of the world is about this Eurovision thing where they're telling us this is so dumb, but at the same time, they're making this movie for Europe in a way where people in Europe can watch it and go, they love us. They honor us. Right? Like I almost feel like this movie is balanced in a way where I'm supposed to watch and be like, those idiots. And they're supposed to watch and be like, they love us. And that's why it doesn't work because they're, they're, they're trying to make fun, but at the same time, they're trying to be like, no, we're not. I mean, it's possible that we just don't get it because we don't yeah. have a European sensibility. That's fair. Um, I'm going to go like, with that. I'll go. As with. a Canadian, I liked the part where he hates on the Americans. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Um, I don't know. Uh, but let, you know, we wasted more time on Eurovision than they've wasted on actually thinking about the movie before they made it. So let's move on. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. So speaking of movies, yes. I think it's time for Countdown to Tenant. Latest update on Tenant. So, yeah. So I hear thermodynamics. It's hey? Here it's been pushed again, though. Eh? The yeah, movie August. Came. August now. So, so explain that thermodynamics. You were saying something about somebody was explaining that that might be the premise, like the. So mirror world. Have you heard of that term? Just continue. Sure. Okay. So <laughs> there is a theory that um, what's happening is that they're using thermodynamics to explain um, how he has control of time. So, and there's actually a quote. Um, from Christopher Nolan in here. Okay. Um, I'll see if I can find it now. Um, So Nolan says, Tenet deals with time and the different ways in which time can function. Not to get into a physics lesson, but inversion is the idea of material that has had its entropy inverted. So it's running backwards through time relative to us. So um, what what I think is that, you know how like they say he's dead at the start and then he'll like show up and be like, oh, it hasn't happened yet or it's already happened. So it, it, there could be a lot of energy going on in whatever tenant is. Yeah. And it could be a program that's pushing him so fast that he starts slowing down time because he shows up at, like a crime scene and it's already changed. So he could be bouncing through 
these mirror worlds. So there could be two worlds that he's traveling between to stop World War III is what the premise is, right? So unrelated okay. to Inception. Yeah, yeah, I don't um, think it is. It sounds like it's more, it's generally unique, which is great. I want to see him learn something about like physics and teach me it in a entertaining movie. That sounds awesome to me. Have they named is thermodynamics the main protagonist under physics? Um I no. I, I thought it was just um John David Washington, but the yeah. protagonist in this yeah, movie yeah. that I'm yeah. No, none of them because even Robert Pattison's character has no name if you go on there, IMDB. Um Neil. Oh that's new because it wasn't yeah. there a couple of weeks ago. Um yeah. I like his accent in that. I don't think it's his real accent but I like it. Yeah. We'll have to see what that all breaks out to be. Um, at this point, I don't even think I'm going to think too much about it anymore. Other than like every waking minute of every waking day. But like <laughs> the best part about him is that it won't matter until you see it. And you won't. Yeah. I'll have to see it two or three times. To yeah. Really get and it. even then I'll be like, Oh, not how many times have you watched Memento? I have like that ridiculous, you know, like the, the three disc steel book DVD. Yeah. Right? Like almost like, burn that thing right out man because it was Do you have the copy that's like in proper order like he, the one that... he, yeah so you can watch it in a couple yeah right so yeah exactly you got the one where you can watch it in the actual chronological sequential or whatever you want to call it or then just like the actual movie um but yeah so funny so funny i was actually watching brooklyn 99 just like random um episodes just kind of on and a throwaway joke man and never even like whatever and it was just like a there's an episode with Adrian Pimento who has like a fine, he calls it finding Dory disease, right? Because it, he keeps forgetting things. Um, and Jake's always like, no, Memento, like Christopher oh, Nolan's. that's a recent one. Yeah, right. And he's like, oh, no, it's like Memento, like Christopher Nolan's like movie, right? First movie or whatever. And then like Pimento just looks at him and goes, following was Christopher Nolan's first movie. You just yeah. sound like a jackass. And it's just <laughs> so perfect, right? And then doesn't someone else confirm it or something? They're like, oh, yeah, like Finding Dorian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's always that. Just pissing Jake off because he's like, no, it's like Memento. (laughs) So good. That is good. So my opinion on Tenet, not related to Inception, I'm sorry. But at the same time, I'm very happy about it because Inception gets to stay great. Exactly. Um, It would be nice to just see Leo walking around in the background just so I can get that damn question answered. You know, just always, always, I always want to see him. Speaking of, well, we were talking about Brie Larson and Mm -hmm. how people Mm -hmm. don't think she's charismatic. Speaking of charisma, right? Yeah. Like, how do you, how are you, how can you lead a movie with Brad Pitt and still be more charismatic? Like, it's almost impossible. Like, Brad Pitt is so charismatic. Yo, I know, right? Um, I don't know, but I love Leo. I don't know why. And I think it's a mystique, right? He's not, I don't know if he's on anything. I've never seen him on Insta or Twitter or anything like that. Well, All I know is- there, but he's just posting about the environment, right? Yeah, right? So that's what I like. Just like the, the show up and you don't need to tell, like, you know what Leo didn't ask? What do you guys want to see me post on here? Right, right. Because yeah, he don't care. He don't care. All right, so that's kind of neat. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see, right? Um, no, I, I really like Leonardo DiCaprio and I really like Brad Pitt. Like that, that was a good movie for me yeah. to enjoy. Wasn't my favorite Tarantino. I was a little long winded. I enjoyed them. I thought they were both great. maybe not favorite, yeah. but that scene yeah. where Leo plays that Western. Yeah. Well, oddly guy. enough, it's like, I loved it. 
I, I liked the movie. I'm not even gonna say loved it. And like, I like those guys. And for some reason, though, it just didn't. I'll still say Brad Pitt with Inglorious is Tarantino's best work, like drawing something out of Brad Pitt. And Django was like his best work drawing the most out of Leo was Django, right? He just happened to bring them both back. And by the time he made this one, it's they just became another one of his guys, right? Sure. So it's like when you see his... I'm still partial to Kill Bill, though. Kill Bill is one of the greater ones. Um, But that one... I'm not a huge fan of Uma in it. No? No, I like her. And I really genuinely think she's like usually pretty damn good. But like for some reason, I think Tarantino didn't do her enough justice in that one. For, there was just a little bit more attention drawn to Bill, like in the whole lead up of like Carradine's unveil kind of like that year. And it was almost underwhelming for her because it's like every time she went up against somebody, you're almost like, oh my God, Lucy Luke, oh my God, blah, 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 right? Like it's, he put so much attention, so much attention on the people she was fighting that you kind of just forget. Like she could have been anyone at that point. Like it was a sad thing. Well, she's, she's unnamed until the second film. Well, that's what I mean, right? Like it's purpose. purpose. It's on purpose. They even blurt, they even bleep out when they say her name at the start of the first film. Yeah, I, I just I don't know because she's uh, the un, she's unnamed vengeance man. That's the movie. You got to watch it again. I got it's a venge- it's a revenge film, and she doesn't have a name because she is revenge. She doesn't need a name. It's called Kill Bill. It's about killing Bill. It's not about the bride. Okay, so then my she's analysis like she's is unnamed. not incorrect. It's not incorrect. But uh, I think I'm glad uh, I will watch that movie and <laughs> I'm very happy. It. I've watched that. I've watched it, in it easily more than ten times. That one. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. I'll Both that. of them. And Carradine's great in it. Actually, his voice yeah. is incredible. Grew up on kung fu, man. Yeah. I mean, didn't he? I think he ended up pretty weird, but uh, yeah, he's good in that film. <laughs> so may I retract uh, Carradine's on that note, great from the record, but I'll note. say that he's great in that. Right. Yeah, we, we can separate the art from the artist, right? Like, that's the thing. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Well, we try to. Maybe reasonable people do. Like, I'm still always going to like some Michael Jackson songs. Most Michael Jackson songs. Yeah. I mean. I'm always going to. No, and that's the thing, right? I own too many DVDs with Kevin Spacey in it to not, like. To not be like, listen, I bought seven for Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman, right? Like, it's a great, right? right? Yeah. David Fincher, right? it's just a good movie. But so, yeah, there's certain things. Like, I wouldn't buy, like, the K-Pack? best of Kevin Spacey because that would be stupid. But if he's in something that I happen to own, like, Usual Suspects, what am I supposed to do with that one? Right? You got to watch I it. I got to watch yeah. it. You got to watch I it. I mean, but, like, the thing about an actor is that a good one like Kevin Spacey mm-hmm. is that they're a character in a story and you're allowed to like that story and character without liking the person playing them. If they're good enough. Yeah. I think it, well, I, Ryan Reynolds would be hard to like in his movies if he fucked kids because he's Ryan Reynolds in his movies. Like we like who he is and we like his character, but he's not really, he's not really 
changing that much who he is most films right a lot of them is like okay do your thing man that's what people like i think that he can yeah he can be yeah. he I, has that range i don't think anybody's going back it. and saying when you're just not looking at ryan like i love ryan reynolds but you're not looking at For his sure. catalog in the same way as kevin spacey's and going oh some of these are like freaking top 150 movies of all time sure sure right i, I think like, it's I'm, fair to still like those because yeah. you're into the movie and you're not thinking about who that man exactly. is. You're not thinking about who Kevin Spacey yeah. is. Whereas you like a like an actor like Ryan Reynolds, I think you would maybe. More. Like I kind of stopped watching House of Cards <laughs> right as soon as that happened because I was like, you know what? I, I kind of stuck with this show a year longer than I wanted to anyways. Right, because you liked that character. I liked the character of Underwood and I'm like, well, Underwood's gone. And to be honest, mm. I don't really, I didn't, the show wasn't getting me much after season two anyways. Kind of was, yeah feeling like a retread so it's like i'm good and you're gonna feel I'm like good. they're just trying to keep it going anyway yeah so i'm good it's hard yeah like i think that there's some actors who draw that line of like are we watching them because we like who the actor is yeah or are we watch like yeah. you know like yeah. it depends on the role of the movie and all that stuff because i know hmm. listen we're not watching oceans 11 for skilled actors we're just watching it because it's a fun damn romp and we like the right. people in it right and if you had a dick in that movie i probably don't watch it more often right because yeah eh, i don't need to right like you know what I mean? they like even it, like they even promoted that movie like look at these guys they're all chums oh like, good buddy Cody and Pitt and damon yeah. like they've got chemistry on and off yeah. now come pay and watch them have it on yeah history. exactly that's the biggest that's the thing like so um cosby was Cosby everywhere. Yeah. So when you see him and he goes, beep, 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 you're just thinking like you're a fucking monster. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Right. <laughs> so the thing is, it's also like when a guy made it, makes it his identity. Yeah. Right. I'm America's dad, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know what? I've never wanted to see somebody go down harder in life than Cosby because there's, you couldn't be a bigger hypocrite against like to share, right? Like, okay, you want to go after certain other people who are, you just could be like, oh, that person shouldn't have said that or that seemed inappropriate. And that person's like, well, listen, I've always been a little bit rough around the edges. And we as society kind of go, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But when you're when you're that, that's just like you're diabolical, mm-hmm. right? Like you're sadistic on a different level. It's not, okay, like Weinstein, horrible, takes a advantage of his power, but he never really positioned himself as like, look at me. I am the champion of women in Hollywood, which is kind of how Bill Cosby positioned himself as like, look at me. I'm the most wholesome man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And in, in, in this country, he slapped everyone in the face. Right. So that one was brutal. We're in like, so, you know, they should all rot. But like that one was just like, like, I have no sympathy for that one. I saw him live maybe like six months prior to like the news breaking did you? Really? Yeah, yeah. He did a show in Hamilton and I made it out there. Um, wow. I saw him and then it was like, actually not six months, maybe like a year. It was probably a year prior um, to his because his whole news kind of broke considerably earlier than the Me Too movement too because he was already arrested and in jail and stuff before Harvey Weinstein and all of that happened, right? Yeah, he's like the founder of it basically. Yeah, right. Like he's like, don't let me in with it. I'm an OG. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that was bad. Um <laughs> But at the same time, so like, that's where it's like, okay, he had that kind of run up. I saw him and now I, I just wouldn't be able to, right? Like, I don't find it funny. Like the, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Tell me this bit about the dentist where they knock you out. 
I'm sure, I'm sure the dentist knocked you out, Bill. And it wasn't the other way around. You know what I mean? Like, cause like you just can't, cause like it's so silly. Whereas it's like, you can watch Kaiser Soze do Kaiser Soze shit. Cause that's Kaiser Soze. Yeah, You're right. watching Kaiser Soze, yeah. right? You're not thinking of Kevin Spacey. So I think that gives them, have you watched Sincerely yet? Sincerely? No. What is this? Sincerely is Louis C.K.'s self-funded uh, um, new stand-up No, I'm, I'll have to check it out. I will have to check it I've out. I've watched it. Yep. I've watched it. Good. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's good. Kills the time. He, he talks. He talks okay. about it, All right. about what he did. Yeah. Um, he, he doesn't mention the one thing that potentially was a problem is that maybe the people who said yes saw him in the same way that Weinstein like okay this guy's kind of got some pull maybe I say yes because it's good for my career or because I feel like it has to be good I have to say yes to you jerking off in front of me yeah so he doesn't acknowledge that he abused he doesn't his, acknowledge that. this position of power so, what he acknowledges like, is that consent you have to continue to ask consent so so easy. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. He's ha- like, I don't know. Like, this is his his for my first time hearing his take, take yeah. on what happened, though. So maybe he didn't feel like that was part of part of it for him. I don't know, man. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps he. I don't know. We'll leave it to him to kind of explain his own story. But I guess it sounds like he doesn't. He didn't believe he was in a position of power as much as he just needed to ask people whether they were cool with something. Yeah. But I don't know, man. He knew what he was doing, I think. He knew. But the, he, the thing like, I mean, you don't you ask laugh. because you know, like, I don't know. He's just, he's weird. The thing that'll make you laugh in it, though, if you do watch it, is um, he talks about how everyone has a kink. Okay. But not everybody's is public. He's like, Obama knows my shit. <laughs> And uh, yeah, okay, you know that's that's that sucks for him. And sure, it does. Yeah, sure. Well, it's a very odd one. It's not a. It's not like a, I don't know if I've seen that under the category listings on most porn sites. I mean, I haven't googled it. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> is it is it that common, bro? Because I don't know if I've heard it enough. Right. Like, although I'll say to be honest, though, I had a couple of friends like at the time were like, Yeah, you guys would do gross shit. And I'm like, I don't even want to know the story behind that, that you can corroborate that this kind of shit exists. But, um, wow. Wow. Right. But like, hey, what happened to the normal guys who were just into ankles and the Amish girls back in the day? Right. Well, at the same time, though, every girl who says they get dick pics for no reason, I mean, that's the same thing as what he was doing, I think, almost. It's strange, right. eh? That guys don't just randomly get vagina pics. <laughs> it's it's one of those weird dichotomies in the world. You want it? Are you pushing for more of them? I'm just saying. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? You know how they're always like, you wanna you wanna stop gun violence? Should have more people get guns, right? It's like that that logic is flawed. But of course, the women want to stop the dick pics. Maybe they need to just retaliate in kind. <laughs> Send those PP pics or those P pics. I don't know. Um, yeah. Once we've seen one too many of the scary ones, we'll just be like, "This." Imagine us, guys. We've been doing this to them. This is wrong. We should. Oh my stop. god! I'm getting a flashback to that scene in Waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
do you know why we don't do we don't play the game like, oh, there's like there's like paper in there and stuff remember yeah yeah a flashback oh to you. god that's what i mean yeah all right well i think we went on a couple tangents we definitely hit over our time so uh i think this is a good one this is working out good practice yeah bad. take a listen Let so it, yeah i'm gonna try to do video this time too we'll see how it goes okay I mean, I definitely well, don't have to edit video. Would have been nice to let me know. I didn't even put myself in frame the entire time. Oh, I just let you do your thing. I mean, that's uh, that's maybe part of your mystique, man. Yeah, maybe they'll never see my eyes. <laughs> Is he bald? Who knows? He could be. He could be bald. No, can't show. No. no. <laughs> yeah, your thick freaking hair. See, I'm talking about mine being like looking great right now, but in real life. <laughs> just a lot Not to comb over well in these times just be happy you got it man yeah hey you know what that's right okay right, but well thanks for joining me again thanks for having me always glad all to right. figure out what we know sure all right bud okay i'm gonna do a thumbs up now this is my new thing thumbs up oh, i gotta back out all right there we go <laughs>